seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and have a check field. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. So five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is from corner to corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of the From Corner to Corner Podcast. Hey, hold on a minute. There seems to be something different going on tonight, but I can't quite put my finger on what hold on i know how we're gonna solve this we're gonna do a roll call we're gonna try to you'll announce that you're here and then i'm gonna try to figure out what's different okay adam present did you trim your beard nope still still growing Hmm. wes a key have you gotten more gray hair of course 100 percent but that's normal. Of course, yes. So that's not different. Me, I mean, I know that I've gotten more handsome, but I don't think that's it. Jonathan, did you pick a new team to root for? Kuiper. Shanzi. Kuiper. 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 He- Hello, are you there, Kuiper? Wait a gosh darn minute. Is there a perfect attendance streak? That is now broken. No more. No more. Matthew Rowlett, sir, is perfect. Sean Kuyper is not perfect. Is not. So, if you can't tell by now, Sean is not here. He has left the keys to the kingdom to us three more idiots. (laughs) And we're going to try to keep it on the rails. Sean is out of the studio this week attending baccalaureate or bachelorette or something like that. Maybe he's getting a rose. I don't know. I, I mean, when he sent it, I said the bachelorette. He's right. going to get a rose. Right. So he left us in charge. So I am challenging myself. This is my own personal challenge to see how much of the show I can actually get cut out and edit it before it drops on Saturday. Let's go. If there was ever a week 
that I was going to get us canceled, this is the week. The time is now. The time is now. Or go viral. And Sean, this I'm speaking directly to you. You have nobody to blame but your daughter. I'm just kidding, Caitlin. She's she is one of the smartest Kuiper family members. Do you think she is the smartest Kuiper family member? Uh, Chase is pretty sharp. Chase is sharp. Cassie's pretty sharp. Liz's pretty sharp. I know she left one out. Did I? I'm sure it was I'm sure you didn't mean to. Oversight probably. I didn't. Yeah. So, my goal for the week. Not only are we going to get canceled, get the entire show edited, and it's just going to be the young professor, and then it's going to be Sean closing it down. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of From Corner to Corner. <laughs> that was a good horse sound. I'm horse. I said horse. Uh, listen, listen, I understand with my dialect deeply rooted in the South. <laughs> if there's any week that you need to make sure that you say the words right, this is it. And that is horse. 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 Not, horse. Not anything else. So, we're going to break the world record for longest continuous podcast. So, grab you some coffee, some snacks. Put on your comfy clothes, sit back, and enjoy the next 2,161 minutes of uninterrupted podcast euphoria. Brought to you by three-fourths of the guys from from Corner to Corner Podcast, Mount Sterling's number one podcast that drops Saturday mornings at three. I'm done now. (laughs) What a a monologue. Thanks. You know... Is we listen to morning radio we shows on the way to work. Because you are up at the butt crack of right. we are Before the butt crack of dawn. Te- yes. The butt crack of dawn hasn't even come out yet. Technically, the show I listen to is not a morning show. It's an overnight show. Yeah. But like the monologue was perfect. It would have fit right in with the radio. Yeah, I mean, that was Saturday Night Live quality well, monologue. you know. I mean, what do you expect from me? Oh, no, yes, 100%. Perfection. Which Saturday Night Live level are we talking, though? Like, is it 90s, 2000s, or today Saturday Night Live? Because they're different standards. I could be today Saturday Night Live easy. Easy. I oh, can't. There's no doubt about I that. Can't, I can't touch 90s Saturday Night Live. I don't think anybody can. No. And I don't even like Saturday Night Live. No, I'm I'm not a fan either. But you that was probably before the 90s group took over with Will Ferrell and um, and Mike Myers and David Spade and Chris Farley Chris Farley thank you very much right before and that the, and the lunch lady Adam Sandler Adam Sandler right before that that's Belushi where, that's where you're number 1 you, but but not but not Belushi that's 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 because that was still a good group not as good as the 90s group. nah Belushi that's where you fit in. That's still really good. Is monologue. it because I'm the size of John Belushi? I think that's what he means. Are you calling me fat? Chibuga, 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 chibuga. You're over my head. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you don't have another old man here this week to be like, ha, 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 ha. Right. Yeah, he would have 100% knew exactly what I was talking about. I remember that, Wes, when we was back in the 70s. <laughs> Black and white. Oh, Chevy Chase. He is a fun end. That's Steve Martin. Back before we called him Doc. Doc Martin. (laughs) 
Is that not the same Martin? Doc and Steve, they're not the same Martin? That's not, not the same Martin. Same family? Maybe. Probably cousins. You think? You think distant. Distant cousins? Distant. So you think... So I Everybody's mean, cousins. How many minutes are we in? Six. Six. Okay. Are we so, done? No. <laughs> no, this is perfect. We still got, we still got like 2,155 minutes to go. We got this. We got it. We're going to do it. Because we ain't even talked about anything yet. Listen, we didn't. You, we didn't bring a witness. I guess we're recording. The, I guess. Oh, what? Did you just ask us if we brought our witness? That's witness. What, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I heard witness. I also heard witness. <laughs> Maybe I've already got witness. Sorry. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> you are old, and right, exactly. when you get old, you lose bladder control. I forgot to put on my pants this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> you know that's not much different than how you usually sound. <laughs> so. Where's my pudding? Pudding, pudding pop. You, you, pudding pop. You pudding pop eating my... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's that's uh, Richard Pryor. We don't need to go there. Right. So, how's your all's week going? It's not been bad. I mean... I mean, you've worked well, 403 yeah. hours. Right. Other than that, it's not been bad. Unfortunately, we do have real jobs. This is not the only job we get to do. You mean you guys don't... Stay here all the time? <laughs> Is that why the light's always on? Are you living here? I mean, you know, I might be. I, I'm not going to delve my... That delve. That's, delve? When you, that's when you dive into things. I'm not going to divulge my secrets. That's why it smells like food all the time in here. Somebody's eating, you know, takeout all the time. Hey, hey Wesley. I see you brought something. What? I did. Wes, do you want to do that? Got? Do you want to do that now? I think we ought to do that now. Hang on, let we me have... take let me take one last swig of Dr. Pepper just in case that's gross. <laughs> what, do you want to save some Dr. Pepper in case it's gross? I save some, but I want okay. the before and the after. It's, it's like chasing I brought, the shot. I brought a four pack of the new L8 Peach. Hey, L8. By the way, we're a pretty good podcast. If you want to sponsor us, because we're going to drink L8 on the show, we wouldn't. Be against it, and we're based in Kentucky, like L.A. Yeah, I mean we're in. Mount I Sterling. work in Winchester. We're, yeah, right, exactly. Peaches. Who and doesn't cream? like L.A.? It's not peaches and not cream. cream. Not cream. No, 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 there's no. no cream in it. Just peaches. No cream. <laughs> there might. Be. And I said, listen, I know my West Virginia accent's thick, but I said peaches with a P. Peaches. Peaches. What else would it be? Not not some beaches. No. Not oh, them. not them. No. Not peach. Those. Peach. 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 So, L8 Peach, not Diet. Diet's gross. Sorry, L8. Uh, well, there went our sponsorship. <laughs> but L8 Peach. Had it, and then we ruined it. We were right there. Let's let's see. We were at the five-yard line. Live. Hold on. That was, that, that that was, was good. good. Yes, it was. That, that's that a was. sound bite. And on the count of three. Hang on. Let's sniff it. It does smell like I peaches. think we got cheers. Wes, come on. One, two, three. That is not very good. I think it tastes like a mix between a gummy peach ring and a peach Jolly Rancher. Wes? I like it. Are you making love to the microwave? <laughs> I, like I like it a lot. That was a the lot wetness of, is here. That was a lot of smacking. <laughs> Don't you? Those, those lips were smacking. When the lips are smacking, the mouth isn't quacking, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know if I like it as well as Blackberry, but it's pretty good. 
and it's better than cherry, and it's better than the orange cream. Here's what I'll tell you. It is I, better than cherry. I really like the blackberry. That's probably, outside of the original L8, that's probably my favorite flavor. Right. I think I'm in the minority that I really like L8 cherry. Really? I think that the orange cream tastes like dog water. I don't like the hot dog flavored water. I think I would rather drink hot dog flavored water. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Thank you. Whoa. You finished it. That's I love the, it. That's the Limp Biscuit album. That's right, okay. baby. What about Wes dropping some Limp Biscuit? You got rolling, 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 rolling. Listen, one of these days, if Wes ever okays me to do so, I got a picture I'll show you. <laughs> Fits that very much so. It yes, does. It, does. It, it would fit lip biscuit. And you do not have permission to show that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a post one of these days. Is this a sports podcast or are we just we just we just free balling it we're, tonight? We're just free balling. We're chewing the fat, yeah. nibbling on the ends. Yeah, I'm free, we get free, free balling. So well, before we get too far into the topics, Adam, why don't you tell us how uh, Power and Storm's performances were this week on the Gridiron and the Diamond. So listen, faced a tough Cowboys team Sunday. I'm talking tough. They really done their scouting report. They had us figured out from the get-go. Uh, they knew not to let Power get outside. And if Power gets outside, if you let him break contain, he's running. Actually... Let me rephrase that. In the words of our hero, Coach Prime, if you let him get outside, you're going to hear the band. <laughs> like, it's that simple. He's getting six. But the Cowboys stopped our run game. Storm done some good blocking. A local legend here, Bodie Willoughby, also done some good blocking. Just couldn't get, couldn't punch it in the end zone this week. So you, Cow- took, a, you, you took a tough L. Took an I, L. I did see a clip where they just weren't trailing him. They actually had somebody coming. They angled him down, and I was like, oh, no, uh-oh. They took good angles. I mean, at that age, if you take good angles, you're going to win most games. But he did power through a couple. Of, that, 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 I mean, there was a couple of times he almost lost his drawers. and and But he said, no, I, you can take those off if you want to. You're not taking my phone. I'll run naked. Right, and he will. Like, <laughs> right. As long as he's got flags hanging from the waist, and I've noticed the last couple games, when he feels that tug on a flag, he will put his hand where the flag goes in the hole, and he will hold it. There. <laughs> like, he's like, mm-mm, nope. not getting me. And then when he breaks free, let's go again. Well, that's fantastic. Well, so for those of you that may not know, when we talk about power and storm, we're talking about Adam's two younger sons. Future WWE tag team they champions. Are. By those names, Power and Storm. Power and Storm. Power and Storm. Yeah. So, Muncie oh, Mania is going to run wild Munt- on the WWE. Oh, yes. Let's see. WrestleMania 64, maybe? Yeah. So, what about the baseball diamond? You all started baseball this week, we, right? We started T-ball. Uh, Storm doesn't play. Storm eats ring pops from the concession stand. You know. Shout out to local girls basketball player Hayden Barrier for keeping us stocked up on ring pops. Nice. Um, I mean, power. I can talk about him forever. Kids just stupid. Like, not, and I don't mean stupid in a bad way. Right. I mean in that way, like the kid doesn't and have you know to work on anything. You know what he just caused himself, don't you? What? 
they're going to be listening to it on, in the yeah, car. And he, he said, Daddy, you Dad, said stupid. You're the one that said stupid. <laughs> you, you said me was stupid. Yeah, yeah and then it's gonna, you're going to take him by my toy and, to make up for it. But, like, he's – it makes no sense. Like, he does no work with baseball at the house. It's mostly football and basketball. But he can get out there on the baseball diamond and do – Everything you ask him to do, he's one of those kids that yeah. you can just say, "Hey, go do it." That he's, includes taking the tee and whipping it around over his head. He does do that, <laughs> you know. Storm Storm didn't want to play this year because he did not want to hit off the tee. Because we get out in the yard and I coach pitch to him, and seven out of ten times he's probably hitting it. Well, listen, seven out of ten times game straight to being the greatest player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> if he can keep up seven out of ten times, he's coming to Cooperstown one day. <laughs> He might. They they will change it. It'll it'll be it'll be it'll be storms. Stormtown. Stormtown. So, well, good. I, I always I always like I was like hearing about power and storm and their and their dealings. So, have I told you guys lately that all these nil deals are making college sports feel gross? It's yuck. It's disgusting. I'm in the minority. You I, you you, I like, you it. like it. Yeah. I mean, you like the fact that Bronny James has an NIL deal valued over $5 million. That was coming either under the table or with NIL either way. Right. So, I think what I hate is what should have tried to even the playing field. So, and, and it has. Until things like this happen. Not every team, Duquesne, cannot offer a kid... Five million dollars, right? But at the same time, USC. When I mean, recently, when have they ever been real good at basketball? Even with getting Bronny at five million dollars, you're not. Let's be honest, you're not getting just Bronny. You're getting the whole James family for five million dollars, and that's going to put ticket sales through the roof. And what kind of product are you going to put on the court? I I I don't think that he's getting five million dollars. I think all the numbers that are being put out there are much lower than they're actually being told. Well, the numbers I've seen today looking have been anywhere between 7.5 and 5.9. Yeah, I don't I I, I the, could see him getting 2-3 million dollars. I think that's the max that they say, be making. They say making. Bryce is getting 1.2 right now. Bryce is really good. Who? His younger brother. The 16-year-old. Yeah, he, oh. he's really good. He's better than Bronny. And how big is he? Is he a guard? Uh, he's kind of like none a combo. Of them, he's none a combo. of them got the height that LeBron oh. does. None Bryce. of them are built like LeBron either. Right. Bryce is not built like LeBron, but he will be as tall as LeBron. Okay. But he's already 16. I'm going to look up how tall he is while you all talk. So, okay. I, I mean, him going to USC makes complete sense. It doesn't matter how much he's making. It makes complete sense. I mean, your dad's playing for the Lakers, and he's going to be there for one more year before you're drafted – wherever he goes, and then LeBron can follow him wherever he goes drafting or wherever he's drafted to. So it makes total sense that he goes to USC and plays there and the family doesn't have to, you know, uproot and move wherever the crap, you know, Bronny plays. So I'm going to go ahead and call this now. Bronny's going to play one year at USC. LeBron is going to sit out most of next season in the NBA. The Lakers will somehow magically win the NBA draft lottery. No, no, no. They won't win it. They'll be in the lottery because Bronny's not going to be a number one pick. No. And they'll be a top ten pick, the Lakers will, and they'll pick Bronny. 
And LeBron will be like, it just worked out. It just worked out. My family gets to stay here in SoCal. That's is that that that's not <laughs> terrible, LeBron uh, impersonation. I'm so sorry. I did see where Bronny is getting endorsed by Beats by Dre, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, athletes that have been doing that. Yep. I mean, Chris Nike makes sense, and some underwear company. Bryce is between six five and six six, and he's six and he's sixteen now. Yes, he's going to grow. Maybe two more inches. Which will put him at six eight, which is what LeBron is. Okay, okay. So my question is, if it's not five million, let's say it's three million, is Bronny James worth three million dollars? No, but it's what I just said a second right. ago. Like you're getting the whole family, right? But you're LeBron's getting... not coming to play. Well, and not no, a... but he's coming to games. But not only that, he's already gotten Dennis Rodman's son to transfer to there. You know, he, he can get some other guys to come play with him that will make USC a tournament team, well, one Sweet of the, 16 team. One of the guys is, they're talking about is Aaron Bradshaw. I've heard that. Apparently, Bronny he, and Aaron Bradshaw are boys. He's committed to Kentucky, right? Yes. I Here's the problem with Bradshaw. He's already signed his letter of intent. So, Kentucky would have to let him out. It would have to let him out. And most – most places do that nowadays because if they don't, they get it's a ridiculed. black mark, right? It, they get ridiculed. Well, I mean, because the kids media. just like I don't want to be here. So again, it goes back to what I said initially. All this feels so gross. Yeah, it is. It does. You're well, right. Hunter Dickinson left Michigan for ten thousand dollars, and and really, and in he all said honesty, he was making less than six figures a year at Michigan, which he that's hinting he's making six figures at Kansas, and and he's one that used truthfully. I mean, from. Everything that's starting to build up, he's one that used Kentucky as a stepping stone to make more money at Kansas. Well, I think he wanted to come to Kentucky. I genuinely think the kid wanted to come to Kentucky, and he came to the table and said, I need you to give me this much money. And I think Kentucky told him no. I think they drew their line in the sand, Opie Taylor style, and said, this is what I'll give you. And I I don't doubt that because – Cal has very has actually said, I think, out in public, there's a line. I'm not going over that line. I don't blame him. I mean, that kind of takes a little bit of the yuck out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to come here, come here. We can give you this much money. We've got things set up to be able to, you know, take, I mean, Ugana that just left and then came back made $150,000 last year for nothing, for being on the team. They probably told him, Hunter Dickinson, they probably told him, we can give you that much, we can probably double that or whatever, but there's a line that we stop at. And I don't blame Kentucky. You know, If you want to come here and play for Kentucky, one of the blue blood schools in the NCAA, then do it. So does it surprise you that Michigan, go Big Blue, they wouldn't give Dickinson the money that he wanted so no, not at all. That doesn't surprise no. you? No, they're not a basketball school. Michigan, exactly. Like Harbaugh's building the football program. Right. They're getting back to their heyday. That's that's what they're known for. Well, I understand that. But the other thing that when you think about Michigan, you think about the Fab Five. And they revolutionized basketball. Michael Jordan and the Fab Five did more for basketball than probably any other group of people ever. The game's changed since then. It, it has, and unfortunately, but, but, but it wouldn't have changed as quickly if it wasn't for the Fab Five and Michael Jordan. 
Well, and I'm not I even talking about the game itself. I'm talking about the business of the game has changed since then. But I say that to say everybody still knows who the Fab Five is. True. Everybody does. So And their coach is one of them. The coach is one of them. <laughs> right. And he went from being on the Fab Five to punching other coaches in the handshake line. <laughs> right. He did do that. I mean, <laughs> he, but, I mean, do you like that's kind of what you expect out of those guys. Right. Right. And you kind of see why guys like Juwan Howard and Patrick Ewing have never got coaching jobs before because, frankly, they're not that good. Right. But – so I get back to – I know Michigan's a football school, but they like their sports. The Fab Five's very influential, very, like, I mean, it might be more than this, but Hunter Dickinson's making us believe it was, like, $10,000. Right, yeah. Like, it, like we're talking about pennies in the grand scheme of things. Right. Like, you wouldn't look at the kid and be like, oh, you want $100,000. Okay, fine, we can get you $100,000. It sounds like to me, and I, I, this is just a guess, assumption, it sounds like to me that they are flip-flopped compared to Kentucky. Kentucky's basketball program is set up and has collectives and has things set up to where you automatically make six figures. It doesn't and just sitting on the bench, you make about six figures. Their football program, different story. I mean, you know, they try to get the first 15 on the team a good amount of money. After that, it drops off. Michigan complete Complete opposite. Right. Do the same for the football program, but the you know basketball program struggles. I tell you, unfortunately, I think what's going to end up being the end of all this, and I think it kind of started with Coach K. I think Coach K probably could have hung around a couple more years. Is you got these stalwart coaches that are arguably the best in the business. You know, some of the best in the business. You know, your Coach K's, your Tom Izzo's, even your John Calipari's to a certain extent. Your Nick Saban, like all these guys, they don't want to do this. Like. I, I no. think the NIL had a lot to do with yeah. with with, with and, K leaving when he did. And it wasn't agree. it wasn't just K. Jay Wright, Roy yeah, Williams. Jay, like, these guys are like, I, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm like, really surprised Roy, Jay Wright didn't hang around. But yeah. but you know Roy and K uh, and and it's coming down the pipe. Saban's going to do the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, say, it, say Nick Saban will be gone from Alabama in the next five years, I, if I not. Or I, and I'm going less. I'm taking the under Two. on that. I, I was thinking four, so I'll take less than five. So, but and I think when you go back and look at it, yes, they're getting up there in age. But when you're at the levels that Kay and Nick Saban are, you're not doing a whole lot. You're just right. you're just reaping the benefits. You're general manager. I mean, I mean, Kay got to the point where he didn't even have to do his halftime interviews. He was sending <laughs> assistant coaches up. Right. The only coach in the nation. But. When it comes tournament time, he would always he would always be the guy. But regular season, yeah, yeah, it's been that way for at least ten years. And whoever the assistant, and that's not a knock at K. He deserves like he earned that right. Right. He's the greatest basketball coach of 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 all time. So Nick Saban, the greatest football coach of all time. If he doesn't want to do a halftime interview, go fly a kite. I ain't doing it. And that might be what saves Saban for you know. I say two years. You said four years. Maybe it gets him to that fifth year or over. Is that he was? He was. He was. He goes. <laughs> you're in charge and of that. They say and that a hero <laughs> can save. <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> but he can put somebody in that position to say, "I'm not dealing with this," but you can. Right. Make sure that it works. But we've seen, especially in football. Saban's top coordinators, his top guys, they 
keep getting plucked out every year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who does he have in that system that he would trust? Like, okay, you go do the halftime interview. I'm I'm not fooling with it. Yeah. Because Kay always had, like, Jeff Capel, Chris Collins, well, and, Shire. And basketball differs from football in that regards is Kay wasn't turning over assistant coaches. Like, True. I right. mean, his, his coaching tree is far less wide than Nick Saban's Right, 100%. And, and a lot of that is because – you look at it and you're like, mm, I'm making pretty good money. Like, if I take a different job, as if I'm Coach K, you know, Steve Steve Wojciechowski was Coach K's top assistant for a long time. Went to went to Marquette. I'm going to guess the money wasn't all that different. And especially when you look at him now, doesn't have a job. Where had he stayed, John Shire probably doesn't get the chance. It's probably it's not it's to get off on another another subject. But is that does that surprise you? Does that surprise you, being the Dookie fan? I mean, Jeff Capel, he's not at, the greatest. He's at Pitt, uh, right? He's he's at Pitt, but the, he's, who's who's he's the most around a lot? Who's yeah. the most successful coach from his from Kay's coaching tree? Tommy Amaker, Tommy Amaker, or uh, Chris Collins? Okay, Chris. not Chris Collins, worthless. <laughs> not not Collins, worthless. Yeah, but it's still it's kind of like, huh? I mean. It's getting ready to be John Shire. Right. Well, but true. he also took over. He got handed the keys to the kingdom. It's right. like, here you go, John. Your first coaching job. We're going to give you due. That's kind of like Adam's uh, baseball fantasy baseball team. He got handed to the keys to the Ferrari that was banged up in the shop, and now he got it, and he's like, oh, yeah, we fixed it. Runs runs great. Listen, <laughs> I'm banking on Adam winning fantasy baseball and me getting named GM of the year. <laughs> Listen, I – I'm glad we brought this up because I'm not going to be like Steve Kerr. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Neil is the Mark Jackson to this team. Mark Jackson built this team. I'm I just handed it at the right time. Yeah. All you had to do was and you uh, see where Mark Jackson is now. You had to draft role calling games. Right. And he's not even that good at it. Hey, you know, talk about calling it. Why the heck hasn't Jeff Van Gundy ever got back into coaching? He doesn't want to. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, both said, Van Gundys. Why aren't they either well, one of them? Stan, well, Stan was back in recently. Yeah, Stan was back in recently. He was in like he was in Detroit or something. Yeah, it was. Well, I look at like Bill Cower. I'm like, why didn't he ever get back he, into coaching? So Bill Cowers was his family. Like he wanted to watch his girls grow up. He didn't want to be away from the game. It, he didn't want to be away from family any more than he had to be. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Well, speaking of uh, Stan Van Gundy and the NBA and commentating. What do we think about the playoffs so far? Playoffs? Playoffs? Hold up a minute. We're going to talk about practice in the playoffs. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad you brought that up because I had it on my list here. I know you did. Are the Warriors and the Knicks finished? The Knicks, yes. Warriors, no. The Warriors are down 3-1. I think the, the Warriors were also down. No, the Cavs were also down 3-1 to the Warriors. And the Cavs came back and won. I think the Lakers are a bad matchup for the I Warriors. I do too. I think I think I think the Lakers are a bad matchup for the Warriors. I think I think the Warriors lose in six. I think the Warriors could could they're a, they're probably a better team, but it's just a bad matchup. It well, just is. It's time for Draymond to leave. He's gone after the, this year. You mean Turd? Uh, Turd Green. Listen, Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer. Turd Green. You are in the minority today. Whatever you Did somebody want to just clap for us? I think so. <laughs> Good.
God? God? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer. Arguably, puke. A top 50 player. Oh, God. I won't go that far. I, 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 said, I said arguably because the Warriors don't have four championships without, without you Draymond You weren't here Green. last week, so talking about the Warriors, Sean says that Steph Curry is the best point guard to ever play the game. He said it was time to have that discussion. And I was like, "Which you're I, insane. I do agree he's in the discussion, but it's still Magic Johnson to me. I brought up John Stockton. but <laughs> I tried to defend this man, as, and but, he said John Stockton. And as well, a listen, point guard. I would argue if you look at point guard, John Stockton is one of the best ever right, played the game. Right, point guard. Well, that's what he said. Right. But that's what Sean said. That is what Sean said. Okay, then. I will say – Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. And that's exactly what and we, we said. We and, agree. and 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 as as you all said, I think he's in the discussion, but I think those two you named are easily over Steph Curry. See, I would put Magic AI Steph Curry. You know three. what? I'd put I'd put Jason Kidd over Steph Curry. I would not. No. Just because Jason Kidd point. wasn't as good offensively. I mean, John Stockton wasn't either, but when you have like three times the assists that everybody else in the league does, right? Like, but I can agree. He's, um, as we said last week, he's one hundred percent the best shooter. I think ever. I'm going to put ever. Bugsy Bugs in that list. <laughs> Come Spud on Webb. Now. No, not Spud. I'm not going to get crazy. <laughs> Nate Robinson. Maybe Charlie Ward. Nate Washington. Nate Robinson. No, Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. Who's Nate Robinson? Uh, Robinson. I, I went to high school with a kid named Nate Washington, and he cost me. Listen, we were in elementary school, and Nate Washington cost us the field day gold medal because <laughs> he sucked in an event that he shouldn't have sucked at, and I've never forgave him. <laughs> so if you're listening to Nate Washington, you're still not forgiven. 25 years later, Nate Washington, I don't forgive you. I spit in your face. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm not disrespectful. Anyways. <laughs> we were talking about Coach K's coaching tree, and I just got the notification. J.J. Reddick is interviewing for the Raptors job. So do we include players in Coach's tree, or do we include I just mean, the one? No, I mean, but if he gets the job, he would then be in the coaching tree. He would be in Coach K's coaching tree because he played for K. Okay. Just like K is in Bobby Knight's now, you coaching say? tree. He's interviewing where? The Raptors. Raptors. Raptor, Raptor, he's doing what I can. Going to eat everything to the appearance of man. Yo, 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 I'm living above, uh, above the soil. I'll be back, but I'm coming as oil. Oh! What movie is that from? Daddy Daycare? Mrs. Doubtfire! Mrs. Doubtfire. You have a Geneva Doubtfire, Diddy. <laughs> so, um, you don't think the Warriors are done? No. Can they come back and win the series? Yes. They cannot. You're wrong. Sorry, I just called but, you out there. But what if I'm not wrong? Then you would have to admit that you were wrong. No, I would just say that I misspoke. You or or you misheard one or the other. Okay. And the Knicks are done too. The Knicks are done. But so how can you look? So were they just a bad matchup for the Cavs, or did the Cavs just play that bad? I think Cavs just played that bad. Yeah. And and, and what, Randall's not a hundred percent. And I mean, they are playing Hemi Butler. Playoff Jimmy. Hemi Butler ranks right up there with Big Shot Bob. Hemi. And Chauncey Billups as maybe some of the greatest playoff performers of all times. I like it. He single-handedly put the heat in the bubble championship. And, like, it's looking like, especially if the Sixers beat the Celtics, 
it's looking like the Heat can probably represent the Eastern Conference. Well, I'm glad you talked about the Sixers and Celtics. I think it was what's the what's that series three two? Yeah, Sixers. game five. No, game four. I think it was game four. Was that in Boston? No. Okay. Five. So game five, when PJ Tucker came up and Embiid bent over in the in the lane. That that was game four. Was it four? Okay. Yeah. Bent over in the lane and PJ Tucker came over and he basically Triple H. You know when Triple H went to the Undertaker and Undertaker doubted himself and was like, "You need to remember who the blank you are." P.J. Tucker did that to Joel Embiid. Like, you need to remember who you are and got all up in him. That is when uh, – because the Celtics had came back to take the lead. Uh-huh. And then – What are you laughing at? I mean, I didn't know where you were going with all that. Well, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> you, said, said. you said bent over and all up in him. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, what, what are we talking about? Did he – I mean, he, he – He did. It was a foul line, and Embiid's bent over at the hash mark, and he is, like, in his ear – just letting him know, hey, who are you? Right, you're the MVP, and you're gonna we're, you're gonna take us to this. Win. But I say that to say that right there, that moment could be the the like turning point for that series. Like like that moment there because he's never jo- Joel Embiid since he's been in the NBA has never had a guy that talked to him that way on his own team. Yeah. And- and that's why you go get a PJ. That's that's why PJ Tucker hangs around the way he does. Yep. Is because he's good. I mean, he's good defensively, but he like if you don't listen, he's probably gonna beat you up in the locker room. Wait a minute, PJ Tucker has he been in the league for a long time? I mean, he but he, he was played the, he played college basketball with Kevin Durant. He was in the league, got uh, sent overseas for a while, mm-hmm. and then humbled him a little bit. And then he came back. This dude is 38 years old. Yeah. He's been in the league for a while. Well, like I said, he went overseas for a while. And then he came back. <laughs> he looks like he's been in the league for a while, too. <laughs> he does. Yeah. P.J. Tucker's done some stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, he has. Like, that's almost a prison mugshot. But P.J. Tucker is, if, if you look, especially in the last few years, teams that are still in – the championship contention in the playoffs late in the season, P.J. Tucker is usually always on their team. Right. Because he's that kind of locker room leader. So, I don't know that Philadelphia is in the position they are to knock Boston out, who I think arguably is the best team in the NBA, without P.J. Tucker and without him telling Joel, Joel Embiid, you need to remember who you are. And it looks like that it's going to be the 76ers and the Nuggets, depending on how the Lakers play. I will let you know championship that if, if, if I have misspoke and Adam misheard and the Warriors aren't done and they make the NBA Finals, my prediction was Philadelphia-Golden State in the NBA Finals. And mine was Boston and Golden State. And I didn't put one out there, but I'm just going to go with the two that uh, got there and then say I was right. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's solid. That's sound advice. <laughs> like I knew that that horse was going to win the Derby. Right, I knew it was Mage. Soon, as soon as it crossed, as soon as it crossed the finish line, I said Mage going to win. I feel good about it. Called it, called it. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't know much about horse racing. You don't want me picking a superfecta because you're going to lose. <laughs> but Mage ain't going to win the next one. He's too little. 
So the Nuggets and the Suns. Um, I'm talking what? about Mage here. We're We're talk- we don't care about no. those. Forget Kentucky Nuggets and Suns. Kentucky Derby's over. He has won. That was his fourth race, Mage? Yes. Hasn't lost, right? No, he. that was his first win. That was his first win? Yeah, because How's your in, first win the Kentucky Derby? I mean, if you're going to win one, might as well win the biggest one. he came in second to Forte. The, the rest of Listen, them. And, and Matt Forte Matt Forte was going to be a, a tough out. But I still question how it was possible for a man on two legs to race a horse on four and win. I mean, but have you seen Matt Forte? I mean, I know we saw Matt Riddle on Twitter, but have you seen Matt Forte? Maybe he like maybe he learned how to run like uh, I can beast run, in I X-Men. can run like the wind blows. <laughs> you may not believe this if I told you, but I can run like the wind blows. Run, Forrest, run! From that moment on, anywhere I was going, I was running. <laughs> so. I think, I think the NBA wants the. You were talking about the Suns. I think the NBA wants the Suns to win. Uh, it's not going to happen after what? Did you see what transpired last night? After uh, not last night, uh, two nights ago between the owners. Two nights ago, no. Oh. Aiton and Booker got into it basically on the bench. Well, Aiton, Aiton has been dog crap, dog crap, well, and 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 Booker let him know about it, and Aiton got up. And moved to the end of the bench, out of the huddle. Like a baby. Like a big baby. Because Aiton is hearing it from all angles right now. Like, if he logs on Twitter, he's getting blasted on Twitter. As a teammate, do you really want to bring that guy uh, down anymore? I mean. Because he's a rock bottom right now. Maybe he was trying to fire him up, though. Maybe it was. It's no different than what P.J. Tucker, what we just talked about. But it is kind of different. It is It is kind of different. Because P.J. Tucker has that, like, I want to look at Devin Booger and be like, who are you? Uh, I'm the but, one that scores 40 points plus okay. but uh, in numerous games. Joel so Embiid is the league MVP. He, like, he has no doubt who he is at this That's moment true. right now. DeAndre Ayton is struggling. But I will like, also say, if, De- if Devin Booker was the one saying that to Joel Embiid, I don't think it's as well received. I agree. I don't think Devin Booker is that kind of locker room leader. I, I don't think – I think Embiid would have laughed it off if it was Booker giving it to but, him. But interesting. I think the Nuggets are really good. Yeah, they are. And Jokic is Jokic the Joker. Uh, did you all see the video of the moment when uh, they went up 2-0 and he was waving by as he walked on the court to his daughter and his daughter, who's maybe two, yeah, maybe 18 months, started pointing to her finger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ring me. <laughs> I was like, listen, if they win a championship and you don't get that little girl a championship ring, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting fired from being a father. We're firing you. <laughs> So, what's the other series? Have we talked about them all? We've talked about them all. Uh, Suns, Nuggets, Celtics. Yeah, we talked about them all. Yeah, we talked about them all. Yeah, because we talked about Heat and Knicks. Do we think the Suns need to move on from Chris Paul? Oh, they, 100%. As soon as they announced he was not playing, they started playing better. And Chris Paul is probably a serviceable sixth or seventh man. Yeah, he's, he's he does not, not need to He doesn't starter. need to do that. He needs if he's not going to be a starter, which it, he just needs to pack it up and say. There's a guy that you can arguably put in one of the greatest point guard conversations, Chris Paul. Agreed. I, I agree. I agree. And I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer. So, yes. did you all hear that? Apparently, uh, Bob Huggins doesn't like Catholics. Uh, yes. Really? What would he say? <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure we can't 
when so there's no e on this so let's let's keep it to the <laughs> I, just, I just want to know what he said i he haven't seen said, it and being from west virginia i think i should know what the head coach of west virginia university said <laughs> he's gonna make me say it west no he's not <laughs> west i no, need to not. know what he said be careful he said a very derogatory term to homosexuals <laughs> It might rhyme with maggots. But in his defense, and I know I'm going to get hate for this, I don't care. The host of the show baited him into it. Yeah, the host of the show completely baited him in because when Huggins told the story, he was like, well, maybe it was transgender night. Maybe that it was cross-dress night. Because they talked about throwing rubber penises on the floor. Right. And, and Bob Huggins said, if Xavier can throw rubber penises on the floor and say they didn't do it and get by with it, then that school can get by with anything. Yes. And then the host said, maybe it was transgender night, cross-dress night. And then he said he doesn't care about those Catholic. Listening back to what you're saying, I'm listening back to it in my head, and and knowing what the punishment is for Huggins now, which is three game suspension. Three game suspension. They, a they, million dollar pay reduction. So he went from four million to three million. And Andy has to work with the LGBTQ and go to community and go to sensitivity training. But basically, his contract went to one year it, instead of a multi year. It went from multi year to a one year deal. Yes. So he's on the but, prove it deal. So which, by the way, Rem Baker, new AD. He's only been on the job maybe four months, three four months. Kudos to him, because I think this is a both sides win. There will be a lot of people that would completely and utterly disagree with you, and I wonder. I don't. I'm not care. saying. I'm not saying. I'm. I'm not against what he got. It's just going to be interesting to see what happens from here. Like his punishment has been given, and let's. Uh, and uh, I wonder if the punishment sticks, or if they are well, forced to make a even. Harsher punishment. No, because for one, it's West Virginia University. Like they're there is a lot of truth to that. To, to they're put, a bottom feeder in the Big Twelve. To play devil's advocate, do you think? Don't you think that there are professors even that are in West Virginia University that are Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, no. I was thinking they don't more. got no Catholics in West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, maybe. That's the Bible Belt, baby. More on the other part of what he said, not Catholic. The LBGTQ community. Right, exactly. The, the what? The LBGPG, the L, yeah, that the G at The GPS. Don't you think there's professors that that recognize that, that are within that group and whatnot? That what would group? just <laughs> The tag Anyways, what he said, because the, I'll never be able to say that the, many uh, the tag letters. Group. Uh, oh, the tag group. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, probably, playing, I'm just playing devil's no, advocate. No, you're 100% right. But at the same time, those. It is still West Virginia. It's still West Virginia University, for one. So, you're going to upset the diehard fans if you fire him because you just fired a Hall of Fame coach who's done more for the basketball program than anybody, anybody other than John Beeline. Because Beeline took him on a few special runs. I was going to say, but he but, probably... But Huggins did take him to like, the Final Four. It's probably Jerry West and then Bob Huggins You're, in in West Virginia basketball lore. And then, like, you got the prove-it deal. And you put in the contract, like, hey, 
if you do this again or any offensive language towards any group, it's automatic firing. Right. So I don't think, and let's be honest, these tag teachers, they, uh, how many West Virginia basketball games do you think they attend? How much do you think they Oh, care? no, I completely right. agree. It's, so, I mean, it's not even about that. I mean, well, you know, and, and I think you'll hear more noise outside, outside. of the West Virginia community exactly. than you will. I mean, oh, it was front page of the Washington Post today. I would imagine that the West Virginia community, as they do with most things, because they're, they're, they're all like, we're going to protect our own. They're probably going to hunker down, band together, and it's, you know, they're going to, they're going to f- f- fight this together. I think it would have been, more harsh on the university if the punishment had been more severe on Coach Huggins. I also agree because, like I said, if you fire him, you're upsetting the diehards. Now, if Mick Cronin at UCLA oh, makes that comment, completely different they story. fire him. On the spot. Like, like the, so the, the AD calls him to the show and says, hey, by the way, Mick. You're fired. You're gone. So my that's my, that's my devil's advocate right, is right. that is – that, What's the difference between UCLA and West Virginia? Location. I don't, I don't think that there's going to be that much difference, and I, that's why I say I wonder mm-hmm. if there's going to be a harsher punishment coming. No, uh, I don't think not, so. That's, this is this is the punishment they want, and this is what they've set in place. But I wonder if they're not going to be forced. I, I don't. I don't know who would force them. Really, West Virginia. Well, is, <laughs> well listen, because as we gonna, say, they're not going to get the woke innocent mob. until uh, uh, right. guilty right. and proven innocent. Right. So that's why. I'm well, I mean, but he's guilty though. He was caught. Uh, You're right, and, and he released a statement. He was like, "I should have never said it." Now, let's be honest with each other. He's probably said that word a million times oh. because, like it, it just came naturally. It was naturally, like it was no. Like, there was no. And, and I mean, you even said like he said it. There was a pause, like ah, oh, dang, I probably shouldn't have said it. Oh well, I'm already here. And then he doubles Double, down and down. says it again. Yeah. So go. So go back to my original thought. Uh, uh, I wonder what the guys at the radio station. If well, they, they laughed. Been, but they, they laughed. Have they been punished? No, because it's a Xavier show, and they had Cincinnati legend on. And it wasn't them that said it. Yeah. They might True, have, but they you baited just said him. that the, exactly. They baited him But in. they didn't say it. Well, and, 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 and the rivalry between Xavier and Cincinnati is, oh, you know, yes, like Kentucky-Louisville kind of thing. Absolutely, and 100%. They were, you know, they're in there just, you know, pounding each other. <laughs> and uh, what – what did I say? Nothing. I'm talking about the two fan bases. They just pound each other because right. they want to see the other one fail. So they love it because it was a black eye on somebody who was tied to the University of Cincinnati. Yeah. And Xavier comes out smelling like a rose because Huggins donated, I think it was close to a million dollars to what would have What would have been the thing to do is the million they took from him, and that might have been what they done, was like, hey, we're taking this million from you because we're going to donate it here. So – they are taking the million from him, and they're donating it to um, it's like three or four different things at, on West Virginia University that deals with like minority. Right. Groups. Well, and you know, here's the thing. Location aside, we're it's 2023. We shouldn't, especially people that are in positions like Bob Huggins, shouldn't use verbiage like that. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, do we do we hear it? You know, in the back rooms of Bars and studios. I don't know. I'm not in those places, but I would imagine. So you know. But you are in a middle school. I am. You probably hear it at the. Middle I mean, school. there are. We probably hear worse. So. 
In other news, did you all know that Pete Rose is a huge fan of the baseball coaches of Alabama and Iowa? <laughs> I, I heard he really backed them. <laughs> I mean, they got a lot in common. What do y'all what do, what do y'all think about that? Except for Alabama and Iowa are not banned. But Pete Rose is. But Pete Rose is. Yeah. What do y'all what I mean, what's your what's your take on that? And for those of you that don't know, Alabama and Iowa, Alabama coach, Iowa coach and players, 15 up to 15 players were found guilty of betting on games that they played in. The coach at Al- Alabama looks like he threw a game, lost by more than three runs, to win a bet. That was against LSU. It was against LSU. So the Alabama one is is, I mean, it's glaring. Yeah. You know, there was things that the Alabama coach did in the last inning that was like, what, what's he doing? And then come to find out, uh oh. I mean, this is like shoeless Joe Jackson type stuff. That, right. You know, so the Black Sox scandal. The thing with the Iowa players that's came out is. Their betting was not actually even on Iowa games. So not to say what they did was okay, but they was not impacting any bets at all other than them just wanting to bet some money. Well, I mean, but, you know, betting has become a huge thing in sports lately. I mean, Calvin Ridley is a year removed from being suspended the entire season. Right. And then the next week the NFL announced their partnership with DraftKings. Like, I'm not so sure that Calvin Ridley doesn't have a lawsuit. I agree. Um, and then you had the NFL players that gotten, and none of them caught a harsh penalty like Calvin Ridley did. What the right. oh, you talking about, James Williams? Williams and, and, yeah, yeah, like the bunch what, of the what, Lions. like six games? Yep. Yeah. And Calvin Ridley had to set out an entire year for fifteen hundred dollars for something that, and it was like a parlay. Like it was yeah. like right. he wasn't even playing in the game because he was injured. Yeah. Like it. it the, so I say that because. In Kentucky, and we've talked about it on this show, sports betting is a huge thing. Like, it's it's huge. It thing. will be. It's it's going to be huge. It will be. But when the grossness of college sports, this is going to become a bigger and bigger thing that we see more frequently. How yeah. do we get around that? And can we get around it? You don't get around it. You just adapt to it. I, I mean, look. The NFL got to the point where they were like, we can't punish anyone for doing marijuana anymore, really, because it's it's legal in so many states that we're going to have to just do away with that. Eventually, they're going to have to do the same with this. Yeah. But somehow or another, there's going to have to be a, reg- a, a regulation or, a, or somehow you're going to have to be able to watch it because if they're betting on their own game. Right, if they're throwing games. And they're throwing right. games like the Alabama did, then that's a problem. That's a problem. Yep. Other than that, I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else you can do. Right. I mean, it's all done online. Uh, I mean, you know, there's not really bookies anymore because it's becoming that legal. Right. So there'll have to be a change in regulations and rules, um, but – yeah, it's eventually going to come down to where they're going to start. Well, I mean, it already has. They went from a year suspension down to six months, six games, and then we'll see what well, goes from there. And here's what really bothers me about the NCAA is they come in harsh like that, but then you have, and I know it's, I know we're comparing apples to oranges here, but then you have uh, Will Wade when he was the head coach at LSU is on recording talking about paying players before it was legal, and the dude kept his job for like two years. Yeah, right, yep. right. Like, what is going on? Yeah. But I will say, like, 
if that was one of your higher profile coaches, they immediately get like the hammer pulled put down on them. Yeah. Immediately. But it's because it's Will Wade in LSU basketball. But if it was Kim Mulkey in LSU basketball, they would have a huge problem with it. Yes. You're right. Especially now that they've formed a super team with NIL. Right. And is there's there's no reason to think that Kim Mulkey's not going to go back to back. No, there's not. Yeah, I mean, other Don, than Don Staley might have something to say about that. But. Oh no, Don Staley does not have an answer for that super team. I think they, they've got Haley Van Lith. They got the De- girl from DePaul the other day that averaged twenty six a game. Must be nice to be in a nil rich what uh, college. Like if you've seen any interviews with Angel Reese and the point guard after they won the title, like both them. One of the interviews was like, so are you all going to think about going pro? And they both laughed it off. It's like, I make would, more money here. Why would I go pro? I'm making a million here. It's it's helping the women's game out tremendously, especially but women's basketball. But it's showing the deficiencies of the WNBA. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So well, the, the WNBA is going to have to do something. Uh, I guess I guess the NBA is going to have to step in. Like They already fully. do, though. But like fully. Like we're running this now. Like you get out of the way. Either that – or they defunct it. Yes, and and then maybe some maybe some upstart league starts. You know, similar to what like the Rock has done with the XFL, right. which we agree. I think the USFL needs to go away, and we need to go straight XFL. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I mean, come pull on, your, let's pull, pull your resources together. Yes, and let's make a legitimate spring season yep. for all these you know fringe players that are trying to make an NFL. How many roster. games did they play? Did they play the XFL eleven? They could play ten, ten or eleven. They could play a fifteen game season, and you know some of those guys could end up playing year round. But they right. can make a fifteen game season, thirteen game season, and then have a bigger a bigger playoff schedule. Yeah, XFL played ten games. The championship game is Saturday. So yeah. when this episode drops, the championship game is that night at eight p.m. So which includes a. Four and nine. Four and six. Four and six. Renegades. Uh, yeah. Against the nine and one defenders. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so bad for A.J. McCarron. He played his tail off at the end. And he and was the he, league he, MVP. Right, league MVP. Listen. They didn't even make the playoffs. It would not shock me to see A.J. McCarron backing up somebody in the NFL next year. Oh, 100%. He, he could have stayed in the NFL to be a backup, and he didn't want to. He wanted to start. He wanted to be provide memories for – him and his kids. Well, I could see him being a backup just in case somebody gets hurt, and I could see him 100% going directly to the XFL just exactly. like he did this year. And 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 I think if 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 it's done right, we're going to see more and more of that. Yes. So, since we're on football, what do y'all think about this Hugh Freeze versus Deion Sanders thing? Have you like so Deion Sanders completely flipped his roster, okay? I mean, we've talked about that multiple times on the show. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but Deion Sanders was named the coach of Alabama, I mean at Colorado. Really? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty recent, kind of slid under the radar. You may not have heard about Great it. Great hire. Pretty good hire. Hugh Freeze was also hired at Auburn this year. And he has done a pretty good turnover on his roster, too. And it's not making the headway or the headlines that Dion is. One, it's not the sheer number, right? I mean, But he still brought in, I think I read today, 18 new players from the transfer portal. Dion had, what, 65? Right. But... 
it also is based off media narrative. Dion's loud. He's obnoxious. He's in your face. He has three toes. Everything he does has three toes. <laughs> Everything he does is magnified. But on the flip side, it's going to be if Dion doesn't work this year, Colorado fan base isn't isn't bailing on him yet. Okay, they no. believe in Dion Sanders. Yeah, the media is going to roast Dion Sanders. The but, national media. National media. Not the local. But Hugh Freeze bring in 18 trans- transfers or whatever the case may be. Let's say he has a worse season. Let's hear what the national media has to say about that. They're going to say, well, it'll be crickets. But oh. the narrative will be, well, he, he, he had a broken program. It was broken. Because he hasn't made, you know, he hasn't made the promises. He hadn't been so boisterous about what he's going to do and how he's going to do it and cutting people and kicking them. Like, he hadn't done all that. So, so Dion played his spring game with four defensive linemen. Yeah. Colorado had four defensive linemen. Not on scholarship, four total defensive linemen because everybody else left. Which he said was he knew was coming because he told him day one. He said, at the end of the day, you all were 1-11. and 11. Yeah. Something had to change. It ain't going to be me. Right. I was the change. Yeah. So now, I mean – because at the end of the day, especially in football, you know, John Calipari can take over a horrendous Kentucky basketball team, bring in, you know, three, four, five stud recruits, and immediately you're, you're, you're better. Yeah. You can't do that in football because there's 22 players, like offense, defense, you know, 44, if you want to talk about, you know, go all the way to, go all the way to second string. You take Caleb Williams. And you put Caleb Williams on the exact same Colorado team they had this past season, and they're still one in eleven. See, I think Caleb Williams is good for two more wins. Not if he don't have somebody to catch the ball or somebody to block for him or a defense that can stop the team from scoring. He doesn't have a defense at USC. Better than Colorado. Better than Colorado. But in a you know basketball, one player can change everything for you. Carmelo Anthony, perfect example that at Syracuse. Kevin Durant. But Carmelo Anthony won the national title. True. Uh, no, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. And Hakeem Morick. Yeah, but he like Hakeem Morick would have still been a freak athlete that did some crazy stupid things. But he's not Hakeem Morick without Carmelo. And he was only Hakeem Morick that one year. Right. I think Jerry McNamara was probably the more important player on that team than Hakeem Morick. But, again, apples and oranges. But my argument is Caleb Williams, defending Heisman Trophy, goes to that exact same Colorado team. They're not going to – they might win two games. Caleb Williams might be good enough to get them two games. But – so it, it is easier to do in basketball because there is so many less numbers that's on the court or on the bench. I understand what you're saying. So, Dion I, had to flip the roster. So, something had to change. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't think anybody expected him to run legitimately everybody off. Except – for one kid. One kid. Like, and he's a white kid that's a safety. And so one of the reporters asked about that. was like, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember the kid's name. But he asked, hey, what about this kid? And Dion said, hey, I like him. Yeah. He's, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So I think, and I told, I told Sean this today, I think when we look back on this, because this was a pretty power-packed uh, coaching carousel. Yeah. For college football. Yep. I think when we look back on this class, and I'm going to stand by this, 
I think Matt Rule was the best hire at Nebraska. Yeah, I know that's gonna that's gonna make Sean. He's probably swerved off the road right now. We've talked about that before. And it, I and think Hugh Freeze will go down as the second best hire. I think Dion's second, and I think Dion's third. I think Dion's second. Hugh's third. It's going to kind of depend to see how, because, how, how because, Auburn well, plays because Auburn is going to be <laughs> that's where. That's where he's going to be able to be go. Okay, you're not going to talk about us in the preseason. That's fine. You'll be talking about us when it comes bowl season because well, we're going to be there where Auburn is supposed to. be. I say Hugh Freeze, two Dion, three one. It, Dion, yeah, I know. I, said, I didn't say this a couple weeks ago. Dion's probably going to have a bad year this year, bad by what he's. But yeah, you know, he still might win three, four games, right? But but I still but, see him going to a bowl game. But I said six and six, and you were like, oh, I know I did, I know I did, I know I did. So you were wrong. I was not no. wrong. <laughs> I didn't have all the information. He was missing. Oh, he was missing. Oh, four. missing four. Yes. yes. Oh, so, gotcha. Okay. Dion is, but Dion's personality, even at Colorado, with with the hype that he comes with, he doesn't get a very long leash. Now, he's not going to be Brent Venables. That if Brent Venables has another bad year this year, Oklahoma's going to fire him because I think that's going to happen if Brent Venables had another bad year. He's out of Oklahoma. But with what we talked about earlier, Nick Saban on the tail end of his career, I think Hugh Freeze has staying power at Auburn. I'm not so sure Deion Sanders has the longevity at Colorado that Hugh Freeze has at Auburn. That's gonna that that'll all come down to boosters. Mountain your baby. I told you sometimes I'm Bonehauer. It all comes down to boosters and you know what he can do in the transfer portal beyond beyond this year. So as we're winding down here, there's a few things I want to talk about. One, I saw a TikTok video and I meant to send it to you guys, and I didn't immediately. And then I couldn't find it again. So I had to go back and do my own research. So, you know, what do they call Joel Embiid? We've talked about him a few times on the show. The process. The process. And what have they said all along? Trust the process. Trust the process. So I went back and looked. Have you realized how abysmal, that's a big word. Abysmal. Abysmal. Their draft has been since 2013. Yes. Okay. So if you have it, 2013, they traded Drew Holiday. For Nerlens Noel, basically. They got another pick, but they ended up trading that pick. Terrible move. Yes. Not good. 14. They made their best pick. They drafted Joel Embiid. The process. The process. And they also drafted a guy by the name of Alfred Payton, who they moved on draft night to the Magic for Dario Saric. Okay? Yep. While drafting Alfred Payton, they missed on, these are people who got drafted after Alfred Payton, Zach Levine, Clint Capella, Malcolm Brogdon, and an undrafted Joker. Now, I let Djokovic slide. Just like I let, like, one of the, the video I watched said they missed on uh, Giannis. Everybody missed on Giannis yes. because he was looked at as a huge project. Nobody knew he was going to turn into the Greek freak. Okay, so I look at I look at I look at Jokic the same way. Like nobody knew he was going to turn into this because had they known that he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have went undrafted. Right. But I mean, Zach Levine, Clint Capella, and, and Malcolm Brogdon are all three better than Saric and Alfred Payton. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. So they could have one of those three players. In 15, they drafted Adam's boy, took Duke to the ring, Jaleel Okafor. My first question is, before you before you respond, because you because you got something to say about him taking him to the ring. It, no, like it was it was silly for them to draft him because they had too many centers well, on the roster. I was going to say that. Why would you draft Jaleel Okafor after you just drafted Joel Embiid? So they drafted him because Embiid was out the he was whole hurt. first season and was speculated to miss the next season. But we're supposed to be trusting the process. Yes. Okay. So by drafting Jaleel Okafor, you all know this probably, they passed on Christoph Porzingis. Miles Turner and Devin Booker. See, Devin Booker is the only one on that list that would make sense for them to draft, because Miles Turner is also a center. But I mean, if you're going, but I'm saying like you could have taken Miles Turner instead of Jaleel Okafor. You could have. You could have took Kristaps Porzingis instead of instead of yeah, Jaleel I mean, You could have played. You could have gotten Porzingis and played him at played both of them together. Right. Yeah. Porzingis could sit out to the three point line. So swish him all day long. So then in 16. They made their second best pick. They took they took Ben Simmons. I told Wes this, and I think he wrecked almost earlier. Ben Simmons had some decent, pretty good years in Philadelphia. He couldn't shoot. He he was good on the defensive end. He was good on the defensive end, and he could he 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 could pass the ball. But obviously, they passed on Brandon Ingram. They passed on Jalen Brown. If they redrafted, Jalen Brown goes number one. I would say you're yes. probably right. They passed on. Jamal Murray, yeah, and they passed on Sabonis again. But Sabonis is also a center. But he can play four, and and actually, if you look, he shoots well enough that Arvidas's boy, yeah, that's playing with the Kings, Damatas Sabonis, Damatas, Damantas, Damantas. I like to say Damatas, Damantas. I like to say every letter in his name, Damantas, Damantas. But Ben Simmons. Could have been gone. Then they drafted Markel Fultz. Ugh, that was terrible. <laughs> That's their worst pick. Well, passing on Lonzo Ball, who's turned out to be a really good NBA player. When he's not hurt. Jason Tatum, who might be the best player in the league. De'Aaron Fox, who's arguably one of the best point guards in the league. Called Mr. Clutch this year. Spider Mitchell. Ooh. And again, another big man. But Bam, look what Bam's turned into. Bam could have been well. I mean, so you don't need all these. But like, and then in eighteen, maybe the biggest gaff ever. Oh no! Oh no! They drafted Mikael Bridges, maybe the best three and D guy in the league, and traded him for Zaire Smith, <laughs> who two years didn't even wasn't even in the league no more. Oh man! So if you think about it. You could have had a start. If you just stuck to your draft picks, you could have had Joel Embiid. You could have had Booker and Murray as your guards. Well, I mean, if you want to start by, you could have had Drew Holiday as your point guard. True. You could have taken you could have taken Booker as your two. Yep. You could have had uh, Bridges as your three, and then you could Ingram, Tatum, Miles um, Turner, Kristaps Porzingis. Take any big man there. And and, them, and, and, you, then, and you also could have drafted another center to be the backup. Like, so they so the process didn't really start until when you got Thibel, you traded for Thibel. Like that's when the process started. Because you like, so I say all that to say, 
scouting is so dang important in professional sports. Have they had the same GM that whole time? No. I think I don't think so. That would be a good question. I wonder when the GM changed. But so like you got as a fan, and I'm not a Philadelphia 76ers fan, but I'm a sports fan. You keep putting this tagline out there of trust the process. When you give us no reason. And yet they're not the only team that does. They're not, but they're the only team that puts it out there. Trust the process. Trust the process. Okay. Trust the process. Okay, so when did you say the draft got good? Uh, was it 20? Was that when they took Thibel? So Elton Brand became the full-time GM September 20th, 2018. So that would have been in 28. So did you the say 19 so? draft? Okay, so after after this span, so Elton Brand is the one that has turned all this around. Hey, but I because the I, t- I wish I wouldn't have brought that up. Because that boy, just means another dude. Because the trust the process guy was trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> he made one good pick, Joel Embiid. Right. Well, he I mean he made two. He picked he picked Mikael Bridges. <laughs> well, yeah, but then he was like. Oh, that was a mistake. Hold hey, on. wait. Let's trade him for Zaire Smith. <laughs> I had to go look up who the heck Zaire Smith was. Sam Hinky was his name. He's terrible. I hope he he, he sounds like a Wisconsin guy. Sam Hinky and he's little winky. Sam Hinky from 2014 to 16. Brian Colangelo from 17 to 18. Oh, that's Jerry Colangelo's boy. Yeah. How y'all feel about playing game? I love to play games. What about blind rankings? Yes! It's been too long. Wes, you've never played this with us. I have not. I was not here you, that time. It was me and Sean and Neil last time. So it's actors this time. So do you know do you know the basis of the game? Yes. Okay. So I will say an actor's name. You have to rank him one through five without knowing who the other four are. Right. Okay? Are we ready? Let's go. Chris Evans. Hmm, let's see. I'm going to put Chris, Chris Evans, uh, uh, Captain America. Yes. I'm going to put him at four. I'm going to go three. Okay. Brad Pitt. I'm putting Brad Pitt at two. Also two. Vince Vaughn. I like putting, Vince Vaughn. But I no, like Vince Vaughn. No, no way I'm putting him number one. I'm putting him at three. I'm putting him at four. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, perfect. Obviously, my last spot is one. You should have two spots. That was the fourth person I read. Right. Chris Evans, Brad Pitt, Vince Vaughn, Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought there was five. There is five. I'm going to the fifth one. Oh, I thought you yeah, said. Yeah, so he said last spot. Oh, well, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I got Leo at one. Okay. I, I know I'm going to put DiCaprio at one. This next one's going to make me mad that I got to put him at five. Because same thing happened with the daggone food topics. You know what? Yeah. See, I, I can't do it. Leo, messed, Leo's I, number one. I messed it up in my head because I, I, I didn't know we were. I thought we were doing four. And one through five. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Tom Cruise. I knew it. <laughs> Tom Cruise is number five on my list. Yep, me too. So if you had to but rank you know what? them, I'm knowing. okay with it. 
I'm if, okay with it. If you had to rank it now knowing. Oh, I would only switch two people. Who would you switch? I would switch Vince Vaughn and Tom Cruise. So so what would your top five look like, one to five? So currently it's Leo, Brad Pitt, Vince Vaughn, Chris Evans, Tom Cruise. And I would make Tom Cruise three, Vince Vaughn five. So that is also what I would do. Well, I just made an adjustment on the fly. My fourth guy listed was actually Sylvester Stallone. And he would have probably been five on my list. He would have been five on most people's list. Yeah. But Maybe then, four. But then I could have come through with somebody. Like, I tried to have a good mix of, like, Vince Vaughn. I really like Vince Vaughn. I watched The oh. Dilemma just the other night. <laughs> like, and there's, like, I'd be like, dang, like, and I know you all are big Will Ferrell fans. Like, I like I went back, like, because sometimes you see those names, you're like, oh, okay, like, great. I, I saw one, and what made me think about it, I saw one that was Breakfast Foods earlier. And, um, I th- so, bacon was the first one, and he the guy put it at, at four or three, three or four. How do you put bacon that low? And then he went eggs. Eggs was he put eggs at five, and then I think uh, he did. Uh, anyway, something went two, so he had one and three or one and four left, and he did waffles. Four. Well, he was like, but I really like waffles. And then that means, what if the only spot I have, what if you put something I don't like, and then the only spot I have left is one? So he panicked. It turned out pancakes was the last one. And he's like, oh, well, pancakes would be number one anyway. But, like, that thought process goes through your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. but what if you name somebody next that I really like? I'm okay with it because Vince Vaughn is a different type of comedian actor, yeah. and I really like the way he... Uh, 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 Words are hard. Words are tough. Right. Especially I, at this hour. I like how he just... He likes the way Vince Vaughn... Blurps a bunch, a bunch of stuff, and you're just like, he is just... He's still going. He's still going. He's still talking. Everything makes sense. I understand what he's saying. It's really funny. Listen, I'm a... Wedding Crashers is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Wedding Crashers is really good. So, and I'll I'm okay... find you. <laughs> and I'm okay with Tom Cruise being five, because no one... As a human, runs that fast ever, but he's the fastest runner in a movie. I mean, that's ever been. He was in Top Gun Maverick. He went Mach ten. Oh he no, did go Mach ten. Why'd you have to bring that up? I mean, maybe the greatest movie we've ever seen together. Together, together. Yeah, Sean. Sean wasn't there. Sean, where yeah? Just like today. <laughs> Just like Sean tonight. wasn't there. <laughs> There was a spot. Look, we're going to take a picture. There was a spot left open for Sean. Sean wasn't there. Sean was not there. Look. Carlo! There's the seat. Sean! Carlo! He wasn't Sean-o. there. Sean! <laughs> so, how how we doing on time? Wesley? We're at, uh, we're at uh, an hour 20. Hey! You want to roll for topic before we leave? Yes! So I got my list. Guess what? Even I better. Can I, can I can I can I pull an audible? Can we? I've been thinking about a game myself. Can we let, do your game? Then we'll roll for topic. Because I want to roll for topic. I've yeah. been thinking about. Because you don't have your list, do you? Let's have a draft. What are we drafting? What are we drafting? And gonna, how many are we? We're drafting? gonna draft a battle royale. Okay. We're gonna draft 
presidents. Done. But we can't copy. Like, if I say George Bush, he can't say George Bush. Oh, absolutely. But let's roll to see who gets the number one pick. I'm going to roll first. So, how are we doing this? Highest number is is first pick or lowest number? Is it a War Games team of four? Yes. Okay. I got 17. Are we crapola? So, the highest number number gets first. 14. 11. I'll go last. So, we're going Neil. And is it a snake draft or do we come back to me? Snake draft. Okay. So, I get double picks. Yep. That's, That's clutch. So, Neil. How many did we say? Four. Four. Wes. Adam. Battle Royale, president style. With the first pick in the 2023 From Corner to Corner Battle Royale president style draft, Team Payne takes George Washington. We all knew that was coming. (laughs) That was the most given pick. Mel Copper had him best available on the board. <laughs> he was. I think I'm going to go Dwight Eisenhower. Ooh, Dwight D? Dwight D. Dwight, Dwight D. E. Uh, because Big he D. was, <laughs> he was a three-star general? I don't know. He, was, he knows what it's all about. He knows. Okay. Those are two really good picks. But if we're going into a War Games type of event, I need somebody who has been in battle plenty of times. Give me the man who was in more than 100 duels, Andrew Jackson. Oh, Hickory. Oh, Hickory. There's actually, surprisingly enough, interesting fact. There is a picture of Old Hickory that sits in the back of my truck seat (laughs) there currently. When we walk out, I will show you the picture of Andrew Jackson that's in my truck. Oh, so I get double pick. Yeah, double pick. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Come on. I'm I'm thinking. He's tilting already. Let's go John Quincy Adams. Oh, JQA. 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 I once did a report on John Quincy Adams. Wes, you better take this guy because if you don't, I get double picks. I'm going Abraham Lincoln because he is a vampire. Uh, he, he he fought vampires. Why would you go with a guy that got killed? Uh, I, Shot. No. But bang, he, bang. I mean, he got killed. So, But, I mean, in his younger days, he was a strapping dude. and He was strapped. And he fought vampires. All right. I'm going to go with the old Rough Rider himself, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy? That's one pick. That's one pick. So you've got. I wonder if he said. Wonder if he. Wonder if he was like Teddy Long and he was like, listen to me, player. Let me holler at you, player. Let me holler you at you. You got GW and Teddy. <laughs> listen. That's a good thing you picked the right Eisenhower. And then. I didn't pick Eisenhower at all. I you mean, did. I'm sorry, Roosevelt. <laughs> the other one's in a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> if we're, if we're going to pick managers, FDR is going to be the manager, okay? but uh, He's probably got secret guns on that wheelchair, though. So, for my third pick, I'm going to go with the people's pen himself, Tommy Jefferson. 
TJ. All right. Okay, now it gets hard. That's what she said. You only have so I, many I don't, picks. Oh, I know it. I mean, it, it's – it's. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a young Gerald Ford. That's a good one. Jerry. 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 Rip. Rip. Rest in peace, Jerry. Rest in peace. Ford and Springer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why you got to bring that up again? <laughs> Back to you. And this is going to close me this out. This right? close you out. I'm going to go Ronald Reagan. Nice. Oh, Ronnie. Mm. And then to close it out, you know what? Give me a comma, man. Give me W. W? I'll take W. G-Dub. All right. Um... Man. I think that, I mean, I could go one president that Kentucky tries to um, acclaim, and that's Zachary Taylor. I thought you were talking about Abe Lincoln. He's <laughs> buried in Kentucky. There's another one. Um, I don't think, I think I'm going to go... Rutherford B. Hayes. Nice. Well, you did say Battle Royale. And initially, when I think Battle Royale, I think of Over the Top Rope. But either way, I need to bring the big guns. So coming in at 332, (laughs) give me William Howard Taft. I'll just get a tub out there and let him get stuck in it <laughs> be like hey 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 actually get over there sit in that tub our, oh you're stuck sorry our team name is gonna be tub thumping <laughs> chumba wumba so i'm i'm so, I'm so here's, be, your, here's your teams here's i'm your gonna team. be braggadocious your team's solid no i think my team won george washington teddy roosevelt Thomas Jefferson and big old boy Mr. Taft. I got Eisenhower, Gerald Ford, Abe Lincoln, and Rutherford beat Hayes. And Adams got Andrew Jackson, John Quincy Adams, Ronnie Reagan, and the W himself, George Bush. So, JQA, I stumbled across a great quote from him. <clears throat> The art of making love muffled up in furs in the open air with the, thermo- with the thermometer at zero is a Yankee invention. Okay. I mean, I mean, I was... When I'm going to war, that's kind of guy I want. I mean, I was going to pick JFK, but then I thought I wasn't in my right mind. <laughs> that's bad, wasn't it? That was bad. Adam, bail me out. Roll the dice. Let's see what topic we're going to talk about. Where's the dice, Wes? I don't get to roll the dice. I'm usually... Easy. No, what are you doing? You're not rolling dice. Ten. We've already done that one. No. Silence entered the room. If you could have any superpower, 
Which one would you choose mm, I like and question. why? Okay, so y'all are looking at me. I'll go first. Um, I want I want the flash speed. Okay. Because, I mean, <laughs> with me, I'm always in a hurry, right? I'm either coming here, going to a field, going to ball court somewhere. If I had flash speed, I wouldn't have to worry about time at all. Just... Um, I'm going to be Nightcrawler, and I'm going to teleport myself from place to place. Man, I... It's a good one. I, I, I like that, but I don't want. You didn't even know that Nightcrawler was a was a person, did you? Yes, I did. Shut up. I will fight you till I can't fight you no more. Of course, you you. I'm glad we narrowed it down to one because you know you could just say what's your super. What do you want? What superhero do you want to be? Well, that would be easy, of course, because then then you would want to be like. Superman that has pretty much all those stuff and fly. So teleport, but Batman has all the cool gadgets. But he's just a human. I think I would like to have the ability to see the future and all the different outcomes of what could happen. Like Strange, like Doctor Strange. Hey, that'd be pretty cool. I think in all of superhero cinematic films, the part. In uh, Infinity War, was it Infinity War or was it Endgame? They they both run together. To me, where he's going through all the trying to look for trying a different to, way, and, and it's like it was Infinity War. I found one, <laughs> one where we defeat Thanos. So I think being able to see that and tell uh, tell the future is that not what Jean did, or did she just talk about Jean Grey, or did she just? Grab a hold of somebody and see what they thought. I think she could see what they thought. They, their future. Yeah. Gotcha. Even though I think heat vision like Cyclops would be pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't want to wear sunglasses all the time. Yeah, no. that would get annoying. I almost went invisibility. But to be honest with you, I couldn't think of a good super superhero that went invisible. <laughs> Invisible woman. Oh, I was just going to say, in there, I'm an invisible man. Yeah. But, I mean, like but, I, said, I said a good one. But Doctor Strange. True. Right. That's a good one. And I would say flying, but I'm scared of heights. <laughs> Don't you think you'd get over that pretty quickly? No, I think I'd be terrified every time. Like, <laughs> oh, God, Don't do this to me. Don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> well, Wes, why don't you close us down? Well, guys. And gals. And gals, please go out and listen to our show that come that's going to be dropping uh, that drops on Thursdays. That's our Coach's Corner show, brought to you by Community Trust Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, um, building and communities built on trust. And always go and listen to this show. It drops at three o'clock on Saturdays mornings. Saturday mornings, you're right. Three a.m. And because we uh, are Mount Sterling's number one podcast, it drops Saturday mornings at three. That's right. And uh, keep an eye out on social media. We are, we're always sharing things. Look for our Kimsoft Athlete of the Week on Sundays. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think our uh, that tournament we did, the movie tournament for March Madness, a pretty big hit. I think this summer we're going to do our we're going to do our superheroes, and I think we're going to do four regions, and it's going to come down to a Marvel hero versus a DC villain on one side. 
uh, DC hero versus Marvel villain on the other to come down to the ultimate Final Four. So be be on the lookout for that coming too. Listen, right. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now, Thanos is gonna be a hard Thanos out. is gonna be there. I mean, we can go on and mark it down. Mark it down. Also, if you're we're still looking for we're looking for sponsorship opportunities. So if you want to jump on board, the hottest thing in podcasting, have your people contact our people. We'll get together. Cut a deal. And until next week, stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.